Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello everyone, it is the Red Men Podcast. We are back for another week, a week where we look down the barrel of basically three weeks off from football, uh, but we go into it having won consecutive games, which is feels like a dreamland, which sounds so pathetic when you think about it. Um, but yeah, look, beggars can't be choosers. Um, where uh, we are not beggars and where, of course, we can be choosers is in our selection of people on the show today. I've got the wonderful Ben Kelly with me in the studio. Callum Sanderson joins us and Ross Chandley as well. Uh, a fantastic panel to get through all of our topics of conversation today. Uh, we're going to have a kickoff question in a minute. We're going to be talking about the break and what that might mean for some of the Liverpool squad. Uh, and do the couple of bits and pieces that are going on around that as well. Then we're going to be looking ahead to Friday's Champions League draw, which of course we are in, in the pot for the quarterfinals, four games away from Istanbul. Um, yes, uh, the kickoff question, Ben. I've just read it. It's a scorcher. Like mm. heck. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was some. I want to put that. There was some terrible entries this week for our kickoff question. Terrible. I mean, everyone's up the game for next week. Um, but Ben Mitchell has smashed it here. Uh, save save the entire podcast. Says, would you rather never be allowed to leave the city of Liverpool ever again, not being able to travel anywhere, or Never be allowed to enter Liverpool again, but you can travel anywhere else you want in the world whenever you want. That is a yeah. tough question. And I think, obviously, as a massive wool, um, <laughs> th- I'm going to answer this question completely differently to how most other people are. Yeah. My, my, my overriding initial question is, can people come to me? Because yeah. none of my family live in Liverpool. Yeah. I don't know if that changes my answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, that's really hard. Probably the latter, and I will get ripped to bits by locals for that. Yeah. But just because, you know, I, I like other places. Other pla- I, you know, there's probably nowhere that I like just as much as Liverpool. Yeah. But you know how it is. You end up being, everywhere needs a break from where they are eventually. You know what I mean? Like, you've often spoken about, like, how it was good. You went to university in Sheffield. It's good to get out and yeah. good to do that. Just being confined to the same, it doesn't matter that it's a city. Yeah. If you're being confined to the same four walls of anything, yeah. I think I've come to the conclusion that's probably not as good as being able to just go anywhere. Yeah, life's very much like a, a, a late 90s, early noughties interpretation of what an open world game is. We've got a fully open world game, have we though? Why can't I walk over that bridge in GTA 3 if it's an open world and that's what, it, that's what we're like? Um, <laughs> Ross Chandley. Never be allowed to enter Liverpool or never be allowed to leave Liverpool? I think I'm going to have to follow Ben's footsteps with Team several Wolf. points that he made on that. Yeah, A, a being Wolf, being a man who lives by himself, he's been confined to four walls for the past fucking year. Like, I, it's, 
I'm not having an epiphany. I don't want to get out and see the world because I really can't be arsed and I don't like people. But having said that, I would like the option um, just to kind of have it there. And also, you know, family, my daughter, I want to go, be able to go see those people. So it just, it just my, my answer is limited in okay. that sense. But that's taking nothing away from the report. What happens if I try and leave? Um, do I just get reset? Do I just, is it like some kind of you die and you respawn <laughs> and it's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just bounced, bounced back in. The, the, yeah, yeah, Is it yeah, like the hex in one division? Yeah, exactly. Where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely something to that. Um, Callum, what are you saying? Um, for me, it'd be London, wouldn't it? Um... Well, let's do the. Let's focus on Liverpool. Let's say this because okay. obviously you've got you. Because this is why I think it's an interesting thing because these two are close enough to Liverpool that it's not it's not a special thing. You're far enough away that it's a it's it's a, it would be a novelty for you at this point to be able to come up and visit Liverpool. Um, so go on. Would you would you are you happy just with away games for the rest of your life? No, I wouldn't be. I need I need to go out to Liverpool. I miss it. I miss Liverpool. Yeah, I think that's fair. If my family watch this stuff, I'm gonna get. <laughs> 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 yeah, Miss Liverpool. No, it's fair to do that. I, I, my, I kind of following on what the, the the lads have said. I've had this thing where I've spent the most time consecutively, probably in the city in a year. I spent more time in Liverpool this last year than I have done since I was probably. Oh. 17 mm. and that's a long that's a long time ago by the way um so yeah there is a little part but equal simultaneously i've seen less of liverpool in that time than i probably would have done in a normal year because it's not like you go into town mm. and it's not like you go around random places we've been far more limited in what we've been able to do but i have a little thing where yeah i feel so contained i i it, it's a tough cause I, I i mean no, I wouldn't like to make this decision before. I'd like to be able to go to Anfield one more time before I made this decision. But again, we're in this lockdown world, just being able to go and see other cities. Yeah. Like I was, I was happy to stay. I, like I, I gave up. I, I made an effort to go to lesser ways last season because I'd done so many and been so away from my family, from my young family for so long. So I was doing. I was focused on the home games and stuff. Whereas now I, I miss just being on a crap easyJet flight and sprinting across airports and sweating me bollocks off because we've had to scrimp and save every penny so we've got the cheapest flights which requires you to get across yeah. the world's biggest airport in 40 minutes um, I, I haven't got yeah, it's, me, it's, uh... me and Tom did that last year we were, we were on the way to Naples we had to stop off in Munich and we had 10 minutes to go from one side of the airport to the other legged it and got there and the flight was delayed yeah <laughs> Nightmare. Classic. I, I would. I would happily. I, I, right now, yeah, I, trade I would that. happily get back to that world. Yeah. Just being yeah. able to go and see. And, yeah, I suppose world. if nothing else, this year is totals how all of that can just be so quickly taken away. Yeah. Just to the extent, like I very nearly didn't go to the Atletico game, and like even though of what's unravelled since, it's like, well, I'm so glad I did because that would have been it. Yeah. I just, I would have taken the opportunity to not. I would not take the opportunity to go. And looking back now, I'd have been going. I don't care that we lost. I just, I just, you know, and that's that's how quickly it all changed. Laugh, love, or whatever, as a yeah. as those B and M um, prints yeah. would have you have you believe you've got to take every moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on. It's definitely on like a, a print on me in the t- downstairs loo at my mum's house. <laughs> so yeah, we've got, we've got, well, I can pick one of them. Up. But yeah, that's right. You've got to enjoy your moments where you can. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd be happy to, to to give it up a break, but I don't know whether I can give it up for life. And I, I mean, I'd have to take my family with me, mm. which has got its own pros and cons. Uh, right, Sam, we're uh, we're gonna be back. <laughs> 
we've got our, um, yeah, we're going to be delving into Liverpool's upcoming break uh, and the Champions League draw as well and what we think ahead of all of that. But yes, we're going to take a very short break. We've got a fantastic documentary that is streaming right now on the TV.com. It is one year on since the aforementioned Atletico game. Uh, really, really powerful piece put together by the man next to me, Mr. Ben Kelly. Have a little look at this. We were football fans going to a football match and our job was to go there and support the team. Is a red roll Coliseum. Mystery virus started here in the city of You must stay at Who is to blame for that game going ahead? Two and a half thousand Atletico Madrid fans coming in, bringing virus with them. Two weeks later, the death rate absolutely rocketed. He shoots again and scores again! fight how deadly and how life-changing it's going to be. Many more families are going to lose Somebody fucked up and somebody should be held accountable. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Yeah, head over to the redmentv.com. Sign up. We've got two tiers over there now where you get access on both tiers to all of the content we do, which is in video and uh, a lot of it in podcast form as well, particularly the stuff around the matches. Uh, but yeah, we've got a load of amazing documentary content, some new series to keep you entertained, particularly with this break coming up. We've got three weeks of Liverpool game. How are you going to fill that? Well, look back at some of the greatest times, some of the greatest players, some in-depth interviews with Liverpool legends, past and present. And yes, if you really want a hard hit a powerful documentary about the knock-on impacts of the coronavirus and what not cancelling that game of football meant for the city of Liverpool, then check out Liverpool vs Atletico one year on stream. And right now on the RedmanTV.com, we've also got, uh, if you want to sign up as a club legend or upgrade to club legend over on there as well, there was a competition to win a signed Luis Suarez print. More details will follow at the end of the podcast, so stay tuned for that. Uh, ben. Hello. Hi, good work again, by the way. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's basically three weeks off. The Arsenal game's been Move to the Sunday now as well, which we now know. So it's another, that's another extra day mm. of preparation for, for the Reds for that one. Klopp's talked about it. We've got internationals to come next week. This week is being treated as a normal week for them. They're going to be in training because we've got Champions League games tonight, Champions League games tomorrow, and then there's FA Cup fixtures, which we'll talk a little bit about later on. But yeah, ultimately, whether the, the lads are off. Or whatever, and most of them won't be off in the in any sort of traditional sense. What it is, it's it's a in terms of domestic football, it's a time to train, it's a time for maybe a bit of team bonding. It is a little bit of a rest from the likes, let's say Roberto Firmino, for example. Mm. Um, it will be this is the staging area now. You've got three yeah. weeks to get yourself ready for the rest of the this season. This is it now. This is the slog between now and the end of the season. It would have absolutely reeked of a warm weather training camp if they were Ooh, allowed to. Oh, yeah, it would have been all that. Think yeah. of all the bike riding pictures that we would have got from Marbella. I mean, it's stolen word. from yeah. us by COVID. Um, but yeah, no, so I think this is a really, really good thing. And whether we'd, and it would have been a good thing whether for different reasons, depending on whether we'd lost or won last night. Kind of for the same reason, but I think now we've got the opportunity to just sort of take a breath. We've won two important games there. That Those results aren't going anywhere. They're not going to be taken away from us. We've got three weeks now to reset and to sort of take time to plan and to build on that. You know, the flip side of it, you know, if we'd lost last night, even after the win against Leipzig, it would have been right, okay, but we've got three weeks now to really get it out of our system. Yeah. But we're in a much better position having lost that game. You know, I still think top, top four is a tall order, but I think that, you know, having such a long gap now allows us to plan it, allows us to recuperate. And who knows, if you know, if we can go on a, a, a bit of a winning streak now and win three or four in a row, you know, I, I'm still not convinced that Leicester aren't, 
about starting to creak a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd be eyeing up them and or or Chelsea and thinking we can catch them if we can just we can just. And I know it's easier said than done because like we we've been so we've got so used to it over the last couple of seasons, and we've been used to the ones looking down at the top four race and going, God, nobody seems to want it. Every if any, if any of them just happened to string a, a run of games together where they won, then they'd be walking it. Yeah. Now we're in that situation where we're still saying that just about ourselves, and it would be wonderful if we could just simply do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this is what it's done, um, isn't it, Callum? You know, Liverpool by just winning a couple of games of football have allowed us all to. Kind of get into this little break here we'll take a deep breath we'll have a couple of days where we feel a massive sense of relief and relaxation and then our appetite for the game will grow again whereas you know a week earlier I, there was a lot of people just walking away from football. You know, people stopping watching the games. People talk about not being able to watch for the rest of the season, and you know, someone just going through the motions for the rest of the, the campaign, just waiting for starting to talk about next season, starting to talk about the summer. Um, but Liverpool have given us a little bit of hope, and you know, I know they say that it's the hope that kills you, but if you've got no hope, there is no there is no point in having the football. So you know, we've got that, and, and again, as I say, it gives us three weeks worth of positive conversations. Precisely. I think the worst thing that could have happened to us right now is if we went into this break on the back of a loss, especially if we had a poor performance as well, because you would have had so many weeks of people just dissecting what went wrong and why we're in this position. And top four would have completely been out of question. Like, if I'm going to be honest, top four at this point is a very, very tall, tall order. Yeah. But it's not impossible. And I mean, we did a show last night straight after the game and like I was like, yeah, it's it's a great result, but top four's not happening. And like people in the comments were like, well, we're only five points off Chelsea. And I was like, oh, I was like, it's, it's actually not as far off as I thought. And granted, again, we still have to put a run together and Chelsea would have to slip up a few times, but it just changes the dynamic. And I'm so happy the boys won yesterday. Yeah, no, that's exactly it, isn't it? Um, Ross, it's... As, as mentioned there, the table still doesn't make particularly pleasant reading because it's not in our hands, and also we're still on, we're still on unsteady ground. We don't re- what we've not we've won a game in the league. That's not form. That's just that. But that is the first step towards form. You've got to, you can't go on a run without winning your first game. Um, you know we chatted about this on the final word show, uh, which is out for YouTube members and uh, subscribers to the website right now. By the way, um, the, about the, you know just. The international break, in some respects, coming at a bit of a wrong time, but we won't know, will we, until we get to that Arsenal game? If Liverpool come back off it, you've got two home games there. You've got Arsenal and you've got Aston Villa. Our home form is abysmal. If we can come back off this and turn that form around, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, um, and as someone who made that point, I'm going to argue with myself, look at it in a, in a positive way. Of it's almost a time for reflection for some of these players as well. The past two months have been absolutely terrible and we, we've been shit up, and, up until the last two games. And you take it to a human element, and this probably applies for the fans as well. We've seen before about people not wanting to kind of tune in. If you're in a work environment, we've all had it where we've like, you know, work's been so shit, but it's been relentless at the same time and seems no end to it. Sometimes the best thing you can have is a break or a change of scenery. Yeah. So they might be well, the players themselves might be looking forward to an international break and going, fucking hell, we're not playing full in Burnley and Brighton for the ne- ne- next couple of days. You know, they're not getting a change because we can't go on holiday, we can't do anything else. So for them, the players, they might go, as we said with the Champions League, it's a different competition, it's something else. We'll turn it into a positive, make sure they go okay sound. You've got through that two months now. We've gone on those those two games and won two games. Just remember that. And when you come back, you're all going to be refreshed. You're all going to have seen, seen different makes, seen different people. You're not into that same environment where, you know, 
the, the, the media's on you, like wear, wear on them, you know, all your teammates you're looking around in the dressing room are all in a bad mood because you're all in this slog together. Yeah. So it can be, it can be a positive thing. And then, like you said, come back, reset yourselves, and then go, okay, Sam, we've all we've been through all that shit now. Let's move forward. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, and and what you've got now, I know we played the same side in the last two games, Ben. But what you've got there is you've got you know, Joe Gojota's back now. That's good. And, you know, and all of this, by the way, is predicated on Liverpool not having any more catastrophic injuries, which is not out the realm, outside the realm of possibility. We understand that now. We're all we've all made our peace with this. It's out of our control. Um, but we are getting back to world now. We're like we always talk about Barcelona because we should do, and the Barcelona game. What was that game? Well, that was a game where Liverpool were dead and buried, down and out, and and we and we had a load of things go against us. So you know, we start that game with Divock Origi and Jane Shakiri in the front three. Mm-hmm. Andy Robertson goes off at half time in that game, and other other lads step up and make themselves heroes. And where I think we've struggled with motivation, and obviously we've also struggled with injuries. But you've now got a bunch of lads there who are reinvigorated because they've got from their own because we've owned all these players of. Okay, well, I'm not in the team today, but actually, I know if I work my bollocks off in training, I'm fit and sharp, and I've seen what's happened with the injuries, and also I've seen what that could look like as well because of previous seasons gone by. You know, you're not going to find lads who are, go, who are slacking off in training now because, oh well, I know I'm not going to play. Do you know they are going to play? Yeah. You know, the likelihood is these lads are going to get a game at some point down the line. So you write a little bit of a mental refresh for all them, a little bit of travel, a little bit of or some more training or a little bit of rest or whatever, plus a clear laser-like focus on the remaining bank of fixtures, which could well, and it's up to them and how well they perform. Some some like era defining European football as well. Yeah, but, uh, and ho- and hopefully that is the case. And you know, this is all around having a, a squad depth and the benefits that that come with that. I mean, you know, if we were if, Ma- if a Manchester City fan happened to be listening to this conversation, they'd be going, "Well, yeah, that's always what happens, isn't it?" You know, you know what I mean. Like we've always got lads who are ready to step in. With what you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, this is this is still a novelty to us, despite our attempts to try and bulk out the squad a bit and, and give ourselves options. Obviously, the the way that the injuries have fallen for us. Season have stopped us from doing that, but you know we, we seem to be getting into a little bit of a rhythm. Obviously, we, we discussed on the final word on the website this morning, you know, the centre back partnership and how it's just nice to have two centre backs starting two games in a row and and come through that seemingly unscathed. Um, you know, and, and as they be, begin to build up a relationship, we as fans are going to grow more confident in them. And uh, you know, I think Fabinho, we've we've talked about him a lot, but it is worth another mention just how outstanding he's been in the last two games because only I feel like only he can give right now in the Premier League only him in that position can give them the level of protection that they need. He's the he's the absolute be- it's, it's not even a debate. He's the best six in the league. Mm-hmm. And if he had anybody else in that position, we'd be a lot more defensively exposed. But the amount of tackles that he makes and the amount of interceptions that he makes and the reading of the game that he has, he provides enough protection to make those two, te- two centre-backs look even better. Yeah, no, completely agree. And you know, speaking of the, the likes of Fabinho, Callum, we know that the Brazilians are not going to be travelling for international games uh, during this window, which is that's a, it's such a bonus to us. Like you know, it shouldn't be underestimated. This obviously, look, the, the goalkeeper's been had, had some problems this season, you know, and obviously he's had some personal issues as well. So it's not going to do him necessarily any any harm just to bend up, spend a bit more, you know, t- time at home or whatever with his with his immediate family. Fabinho has come back in again after a, after a, a decent spell on the sidelines it'll be good for him just to you know just to take stock just to get himself back sharp again and and above all else 
Roberto Firmino, who has become almost scapegoat number one amongst some Liverpool fans. You know, people have forgotten just how good he can be, just how important, just how telling his contributions can be in, in big games. He needs this, and like, let focus on Firmino. We we if we're to have any hope of doing anything this season. We need to make sure Diogo Jota's back and we need to get him up to speed, but we need to have those four forwards available to us for as many games as possible. Yeah, precisely. Um, again, I'm over the moon that Fabinho, Ali and, and Firmino aren't travelling, um, especially Alisson. I, I do think we probably underestimate just how much the, the personal issues are probably affecting his life and football's probably been a, a distraction for him as opposed to something that he's enjoying at the moment. I think sometimes, obviously, you have to grieve as well as get yourself back in, in gear. So hopefully he gets that time spent with his family. In terms of Fabinho, you're right. The injuries have taken their toll on him this season. and Obviously, being flipped and flopped in different positions hasn't helped. But now it seems as though he's steady in the six. And it, he is, for me, he's actually the best six in the, in the world. And he just yeah. changes the dynamic of how we play. He provides so much protection, but also it's going forward as well. He can receive the ball under pressure, he can turn and he can pick out a good pass as well, which allows us to relieve some of the pressure on the, the back four and also get higher up the pitch. And then Firmino, Firmino's a tough one because he's my favourite player, but I can be the first to say he's not been great this season. But we've always seen that when he has a little bit of a break, he comes back and he's a different player. So hopefully he can help. And again, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Many will say it should be Jota, Mane, Salah to start. That's fine, but you still need yeah. to have a bench as well. So if yeah. Bobby Firmino is ready and available to come on and help in the, in the game, it's all, all more for it. Exactly. That this is the point, isn't it? You know, Ross. We need to get out of this. Get out of our heads. This idea that it's eleven lads who are just going to put the foot to the floor now between now and the end of the season, because they will. But you're also we, we, we've where we've fallen flat. I think this season is when you get to sixty minutes, when you get to seventy minutes, and because of the nature of the season, you know, without the preseason thing, we've not been able to match our level of intensity. So what the plan was was to use other top quality footballers to maintain 
maintain that level. Like Man City have been able to do that. You know, you can see like Chelsea have got that up and running. You know, more evidently under under Tuchel of late, they they've got good players to bring in. That's what we need. And Bobby Firmino is an absolutely essential part of that because it means that one of Salah, Mane, and, and, and Jota are just being kept in reserve. They're being kept fresh. They are an exciting, pacey, direct goal-scoring option that you, you can bring on at some point in the game if you need to either kill a game off or chase something in a, in a match. Yeah, and that should have been the plan for the past six months, probably, um, You know, but in between injuries. And I think if you look at the minutes that players have, have played, Liverpool I think it's probably Genie Robertson, the front three, that probably played the most. If you, you know, that, 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 that's a guess. But you know, that's also a reflection on what on the rest of the squad. Now, there's times where one of the front three might have been at 70%, probably less, and include Bobby Firmino, and this is why I agree with Callum. I think he'd like giving him another chance, let him have a rest, let him recuperate. There's opportunities there where Divock Origi should have been on, where Shaqiri should have been on the pitch, but one of the front three at 60 70% was better than what they were. So that's a reflection on those those squad players as players, yeah. but also I know they affect our system. I know Man at 70% was better Divock Origi on the left wing because he doesn't want to play there in his defence. I'm not slating him, I'm not slating Shaqiri. Mm-hmm. But at that, at that point, you're not changing your system, you're not changing whatever else's jobs are. You've got players who are trained in those roles, which we're missing for the rest of the squad because we had no defensive, we had no field. So you're going to fuck yourself even more by doing that. Now's got a chance going to the back end of the season where you can go three games a week, sound, you can play two, you can play one, and everything's fine, and you can maintain those levels. And I, I referenced the um, the medical team, and you know they'll have the, the, the red zones, which we always kind of talk about when you can and can't play players. That's been in the bin for the past six weeks because there's been no one else. Just play these. Just play these eleven players. There's no one else. Yeah. Now they can do. They can do their job and earn their money as well. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And you, you just on the minutes play thing. I think I covered this on a show last week. But in terms of minutes played across all competitions, Robertson, Salah, Wijnaldum, Mane, Trent, Allison, Firmino. They're the biggest. The big seven in terms of who've played. Who've played the most minutes for Liverpool? Then Fabinho just just below that. And then what? I mean, this is the point of all this. You want. You need to rest the lads who've played lots of footy. And also, what you need to do is get the lads on, on the outskirts. Like Naby Keita is right down there. He's only played seven hundred and three minutes for us across all comps. You know. So, so far this year, you want it's him and it's Jota in particular. And again, I've said this elsewhere, but if you can get a tune out of somehow get a tune out of Shimakas between now and the end of the season mm-hmm. as well. And in addition, Curtis Jones has played a lot of football, so I'm not adding him into this. But that that's what we're talking about. That's your squad, and that's how you attack because you know we. We don't know what the league form is going to look like, Ben. Yeah. But we've got two massive Champions League games on the horizon, and potentially, you know, every game is going to matter in the Premier League. So there's no prioritizing anything. We're going to need a squad for this for this runner. Yeah, and I think it obviously it depends how it depends what the league picture begins to look like over. But by the end of the quarterfinals, you know, hopefully we we get a kind draw and we go through. But by the end of that. What do we look like in the league? Because then it's about if we are into the semi-finals of the Champions League, how do you manage that? Because I think I think we I think we'd probably all agree that we're probably one more loss away from probably writing off top four. Mm-hmm. I felt that after Fulham, to be honest, but then the Wolves win and the results of the weekend kind of dragged me back in a little bit. Um, but but I do, I do feel like we really are running out of chances now. You can lose but, another game of football. Down a bit, a little bit further down the road, but psychologically yes, as much as anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So I think now, so if you end up, if you end up with yourself in a position um, where you you really are to, out of the top four race, then you know, unfortunately, it's not the way it's not the way that you really want to be going about it. But like you, you're back into a position where, as you were maybe at the beginning of 
Klopp's reign, where you know you can use those gains that they become a free hit in a completely different way to last season, yeah. where you know you can be using those gains to rotate and test things and things like that because they don't matter. But then hopefully, you know, that's all fine as long as a lot running alongside it in the midweek is when we we got the chance to come alive and play, go right hell for leather at hopefully a you know a European Cup final in Istanbul. Wouldn't it be lovely? Um, just interesting note that I, Ross, you pointed out to me, obviously. FA Cup games this weekend. It's mad because I've just, I've just, we've just been looking at our big empty calendar in the office, just staring at it like longingly, looking at three weeks without like intense, intense, stressful Liverpool action. Um, but you know, as we've mentioned, there's Champions League games to be played, which we'll come on to in a moment. But there's also those FA Cup games of the weekends, and you're looking at what? Um, okay, Bournemouth, Southampton, and not really have an impact on us. But Everton, City, you know, Everton having another game. Having another focus, if they manage to get, if they manage to get past Man City in that game, there's no way their primary focus doesn't turn towards the FA Cup. You know, you've got Chelsea taking on Sheffield United, which you'd imagine they'll come away with. But again, it's another game. It's another game's exertion for Chelsea, and then Leicester, Man City. You know what? What you're looking at here is realistically at least two, probably three of the teams that you're duking it out with potentially for those top spots are all got not just this extra game this weekend but another one down the line as well sorry too. Oh, <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry yeah there is that remember how we were talking that... about the FA Cup you mentioned me in passing conversation that I, yeah. that I mentioned it yeah. To me. um, yeah and also on that as well is the fact that um, like Ben said some of those teams have got to play each other so at some point they've, they've got to drop points on, on top of that as well so this is a good opportunity for Liverpool as I said before to kind of get a rest and gather gather their thoughts but other teams don't have that 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 break you know and particularly because their results are so up and down i think everton lost lost again at the weekend you know a win against city like you said could have you know derail them a little bit more you know and dent their confidence and again they're, they're in the mindset that we've been in for the past two months ago oh my god like we've got to go again there's no there's no end in sight then they go off on different breaks and the players go everywhere else so Liverpool's need to make the most of it, and you know, psychological thing we pointed out before was was the biggest thing. Just all we can do at the moment is just pile pressure on people. That's all we can do at the moment, and I hope that you know the results go our way and that we continue to capitalise on it because that's that's been a major flaw of Liverpool. Results haven't have, have gone our way for other teams, and then we just fucking lost games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to test some knowledge if anyone's. I, I, ben probably knows this, and this is not a slight on Ben, but you, you just more switched on to these things. I'm going to ask Callum because I don't know Callum's level of interest in these things. Do you know who England's uh, upcoming games are against in this international break? Oh no, I, I'll be honest. I don't really follow England. If I'm going to be honest, good. Um, well done. Well done. You can stay. Um, so, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I no do. Idea. Go, Go on. on. Bulgaria. They always seem to play no. Bulgaria. San Marino on the oh, fuck me, what a waste of time. On the twenty twenty <laughs> is it the twenty sixth? Can you stop looking at your calendar while you're doing this? It's so really not... obvious. Look it's look not... at the not... look at the lens of your webcam. Look I'm at us. I'm looking at you. San Marino on the twenty something and Poland on the thirty first. We've England. I, I said we've. I, you know, I, I do occasionally dip into this. Um, England, San Marino on Thursday the twenty fifth. Albania versus England on uh, Sunday the 28th and then England-Poland on uh, what would that be Wednesday uh, dates well done on the 31st of March and what are they 
Go up are those games? Three World Cup qualifiers. So all three World Cup qualifiers. Because so they got in, sorry, they got into this stupid habit for a bit where they'd have two World Cup qualifiers and then a random extra international friendly and that would be the three games, which didn't make any sense. Three games in seven days for yeah. England, though. Yeah. And they're all but he's World got a big enough squad to be rotating. I mean, well, you know. best fucking have to. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. I, I um, yeah, I mean, at least they're well qualified. If, if you told me they were friendlies, now I know it, it would almost be worth getting locked up for 10 years to riot about that. Um, because I mean, San Marino in a World Cup qualifier. Come on, lads, why are you bothering? I mean, I, I'm old I enough to, like remember, to do... remember San Marino scoring a, a very a wonderful early goal uh, against England back in, back in the 90s. Go on, Ross. I just feel like I need to defend myself for actually knowing that. I had a conversation with Chris today and that came up in conversation. Yeah, so that's how I know. We're not going to come up I, with you pitch for to get you off. Honestly, as, as, a, as a man who hates international football because it's boring as fuck, right? I, I feel like I need to defend myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you know Ross doesn't like international football? Yeah, me, <laughs> me, me thinks that the wool doth protest too much. Um, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, it's it's just yeah. Look, international football. I've had, I've had fun with international football in the past. I enjoy international tournaments to yeah. a degree. I don't get into chucking your bevy in the air, which was a thing in the last major tournament, which was a bit. But I, a I'd bit be buzzing much, if like. the Euros was hosted here in the summer. That would yeah, be we, all over that. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Just getting to watch footy is 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 a, is a is a good is a good thing. But yeah, at the moment, I'm not even sure. Like. I, I can't see a world that would draw me towards watching those games of footy in the, in the break other than praying that Liverpool players aren't involved. But I can do that via an app. Mm. I can look at lineups, go, no, yes, that's amazing. Or, you know, squeeze it tightly in my fist when I see a Liverpool player being withdrawn due to injury because that's all we can do at the moment. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Um, Champions League draw coming up then. Callum, um, Duve, Duve, brilliant. Juve, <laughs> Dortmund. <laughs> Uh, not Duve and Dortmund um, PSG and us already through um, Bayern and City look a little bit of a formality Chelsea one up against Atletico Real one up against Atalanta who for you are the teams that you are absolutely desperate for us to stay clear of in the draw so if you'd asked me a week ago it would have definitely been Bayern Munich City and Atletico um, yeah. I'm going to stick with City and Atletico. City because they play in the same league as us and they're on fire this season. They, they look very good defensively and very good attacking-wise. Um, Atletico, for obvious reasons, their low block is just... It's a super low block and we've struggled against basic low blocks. Yeah. Um, the reason I'm not going to say buying at the moment is because Bayern are a team that will come out and attack us. Now, granted, they've got Lewandowski's an anomaly, but defensively, they're not as as strong as they have been in previous years. And I think you yeah. can get a Boateng and Alib an Alibra at centre back. And I think you, we could cause them trouble on our day. So I don't want to avoid Bayern Munich at all costs. But Atletico and City, I do. The buying point, Ben, is interesting because I, it was just mentioned to us with the Leipzig stuff. People, going, people in the comments are going, "Oh, it was only Leipzig. Leipzig got a much better defence than." Than, than Bayern Munich, like they've got a well better defensive mm. record this season as well. So it stands to reason. I think they are. They, they've got a they've got a better attack. They've yeah. got better pedigree. They've got all those things going for them. I don't think anyone would be 
would be thinking, yes, there's a there's our place booked in the semis if you got if you got Bayern in the next round. But it, it is a is a point. Atletico for me are the ones that just because of that, I just we, we saw last season, you know, they they could just they're just a nightmare of a team yeah. to play against. Um I, I do think there's probably no shame in going out to Bayern either. You know, mm. if you go out and you know, if we draw Porto, I think we'd all be going great, but then if you get knocked out by Porto, it's yeah. a bit, oh. um so you know, if, at least if we go if we play Bayern, I think you know, I think Callum's right. I think, you know, we we probably stand a better chance against them than we maybe even did a year ago yeah. in that you know, in that mini tournament. And over two legs, obviously, you know, we we know better than anybody that there's always a second chance and you know, if you go Go out and lose the first leg. It's not over. Yada yada yada. Um, for me, you know, I said to you the other day, I've mapped out what the perfect scenario is. I've, I've figured it all out because they're doing the semi-final draw as well. What we want is Porto in the quarterfinals and the winner of Chelsea versus Dortmund in the semi-finals, and we want City Athletic City, not Atletico, because they're going to go out to Chelsea by that reckoning. City, um, PSG, what did you Real Madrid. Oh, in my head, okay, you want sorry. City, Real, you want City, Real Madrid, PSG, and Bayern Munich all in the other side of the draw. Yeah. You want us, Porto, Dortmund, and Chelsea in our side of the draw. Oh, yeah. We'll go out. We'll beat Chelsea. We'll go out and beat Chelsea in the semi-finals because I think they edge it over Dortmund. And then I take any of them four teams in a one-off game in a European Cup final, and then we lift number seven. It's that simple. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's that, that's it. Look, it's, it's interesting. I love these conversations. Genuinely, we're good. By the way, we're going to be doing a live stream for the draw on Friday. So if anyone wants to check us out for that, then please do. But yeah, I I, um, I agree. I, I I get very bolshy at this time of the competition, Ross. Where I'm just like, fuck it, bring anyone on, bring on your international, eh? you know, like whatever. We'll take it. We'll take you two by two, and we'll kick fuck out of you and all that. Um, but the point is, is that I I agree, and I think the teams that you desperately want to avoid, really, because I think they can be, because they can just take a game away from you, is is in in. To counter the point we've made already, that's Park Atletico. Right now, I would be a little worried to play Bayern Munich and Man City in the next round because I don't think we're ready for them just yet. But I've had this inkling thing since the start of the season that I think the later you get them in the season, particularly because Bayern's league isn't a formality this year, provided Leipzig can just keep ticking over and keep the pressure on them, it means they have to keep the focus on that. And Bayern Munich have had less of a pre-season than us. Now they've had less, far less, you know, catastrophic injuries and, and what have you. But I've always, I've contended since the since the summer that we that it might benefit us in the European Cup in the later rounds because if we can get to a semi final, like ideally for me, Bayern Munich Liverpool as is a Champions League final, the last two winners would be the stuff of dreams. And also for Klopp, a bit of redemption, uh, a bit of a redemption arc there as well. But yeah. City and or Bayern at semi-finals or later, I just think that the cumulative fatigue thing might just give us a little bit of a better chance at that stage. Possibly. It depends where we're up to in the league. By that token, if they're fighting for if they're winning the championship, we're still fighting for top four. It's um, it's the same thing. It's the firepower of Bayern Munich that frightens me. And while you're saying we're not ready for that, had we had a full squad, I'd be like, I would be that in that thing of just bring anyone on. I'm fine with it. Whereas now, and this isn't a criticism of Kabak on that, on that Phillips, and it's great that they did it against Leipzig, but it's a different kettle of fish when you're trying to do it against Manchester City and Bayern Munich. Yeah. Bayern Munich with the with the firepower and the European pedigree that they've got. Um, Man City just with the firepower because um, they haven't got pedigree. Um, but you know, it, it's a different it's, it's a different task. And it's a different thing to ask, and I know it's over two legs, so you can you can change your tactics slightly for one of them. You you can have a classic European away. You can try and do the whatever. 
But I just think the momentum with those teams and the, the fact that they, they kind of know what they're doing. You mentioned you know, Boateng and Alba at the back. Well, I, I think I'd rather have them at this point than I would Calak and Phillips. And again, that's not a slight on them too. Yeah. They've, got, they've got the European experience. That Phillips only played one game in the Champions League. And you know, they only got a clean sheet against Leipzig. They'll take that confidence into it. But I think it's just it's just another level. And that, that's what frightens me. Um, but again, they need to have these these have these tests to make them better at the same time. Yeah, it's 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 that, isn't it? Any team's capable at this at this stage of the competition because they're all there for they're all there on merit. You know, no one's no one's at this stage of the Champions League by luck. By the time you get into the quarterfinal draw, you're left with the best of the best, really. And for me, it's that thing of if it is Kabach and Phillips, who are still the centre halves, having had a handful more games played under their belt before they come up against the two absolute top one of the two top teams in world football would would help in that regard and also you know you get into a chance you're entering a world where Henderson's might not just be back but he might be up to match sharpness as well by that point and yeah of course you because you can never know what the squad's going to look like but um yeah it's isn't it isn't it just, just nice to be optimistic <laughs> yeah. you know this is this yeah. is our job really and it? it's just like it's, it's, it's our role you know the players won't be talking like this the manager you know maybe last season because obviously they they have to give the media spiel of oh, we take it a game at a time and you know it's always it's, we prepare for the next one and last season they'll have struggled to do that I think a little bit because they were so far ahead and they'd have been looking and getting excited but this season they'll genuinely be doing that it's our role to sit here and go oh, well uh, when are you booking your tickets to Istanbul you know what I mean like all that stuff like that's exactly what we're supposed to do and it's been so difficult to do that since Christmas and plan and like dis- and plan for everything other than random away trips in the Europa League because that sounds like it might be where it's headed and it might still do yeah. but as I said it's our job to be able to sit here and be the positive outlook and be the, the be the optimism that you know it's good for us but it's also good for people listening just be like oh yeah fuck it why not yeah, you know? yeah no, 100% that's what I'm saying this is boss this is like that was what uh, that's what these last two wins have done the Liverpool have bought us two big games of football so it doesn't matter really who we get in the draw because even though we can go oh if we got Atletico that would be horrible but you know like let's be fair we battered Atletico at Anfield in that in that in that second leg. We were we were let down by a moment, you know, a moment or two of of, of less than stellar goalkeeping yeah. in that regard. Now it'll be a different world. But you, it's football over two legs. You can engineer wins in all kinds of mad and, and and weird ways, as we've seen plenty of examples of that. But they bought us two games to get excited about, and they bought us a week of. Who can we get in the draw? What does that mean? Oh well, let's work out. Let's map. Our, let's do our roadmap to Istanbul. Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of stuff like this is brilliant. This is what it's all about. And in getting that win in the league, we've not we're not quite there to dream about top four. And top four is not a thing you dream about anyway. To be honest, no, it it's a, it's it's minimum expectations met. I think if we do that, but it's back in it's back on the docket. It's back in the in the in the in the conversation mm-hmm. of oh, it's possible. You can start to look. And if I, I was going to do it here, but we'll do it probably next week um, of looking at our rivals for top four and look at what their fixes look like because I just had a cursory glance and it's quite nice yeah. in terms of a couple of them you've mentioned it a couple of times Ben so yeah um, Scott Hawks with the super chat Scott thank you as always you wonderful wonderful man uh, great that the Brazilians are staying home rest and work on the training ground for Bobby Fab and Nat Phillips and yeah that's exactly Spot what we on. talked about just just yeah that's the thing you know it's a week now where the lad Klopp gets to do his favourite thing and that's train and practice and do the really super intense things and get everyone up to speed and don't you know don't be shocked if there's just one or two we ch- the team's not 
the same team when we play Arsenal. Not just because of injuries, but because we've actually gotten someone else ready to go for, for this. You know, it might be the game where Naby Keita gets unleashed from the start and that's mm. the start of something else. It's just, Do you know what uh, else would be helpful? If um, Alison's wife gives birth during this break. Yes. That will yes. take away any worries I've fucking got about winning no the Champions League off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> All those just give just give a curry for the next couple of weeks. Alison, do the business. You've had you've yeah. got kids already. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Just whatever it whatever yeah. it takes. Be the be the man your wife needs you to be for that for that spell of time. If you're not already, um, no, I agree. That that's a good point that I didn't consider, and now I'm really worried about it. Um, Listen to it. It would be really useful if she could just give birth yeah. over this next. It's not, the, it's not it. It's the baby. It's got the yeah. baby's got to be ready. Get a a lot of pressure on an unborn child, this, but uh, whatever. I hate to make it about me, but if you don't mind, just have a baby. <laughs> At least you've not tweeted that. Um, yeah, yeah. Guys, can you just. Yeah. Have you got, I, I, I don't know, just send them like a pack of pictures of like. Um, Adrian, this is what we're and... going to be stuck with. This is, please just, yeah. It's birth and balls I'm, and pineapple. What is Go the situation on. with Kelleher? Is he still injured or.? He was asked. The cop was asked in the press conference whether anyone else, everyone, everyone else was like available, and he said yes. So there was no, but he wasn't specifically expressly asked about Keller. And I also know Klopp doesn't. I just don't think he's that asked about goalkeepers. I think he's learnt now because Allison's so good that he can make a difference. But when you look at like, was it Weidenfeller who was the Dortmund goalkeeper who was yeah. by no means the best goalkeeper in world football at the time? I think he's very much like, yeah, goalies do goalie things. They're really, under- they're just the fellas who shout and I kick things away for them. You know, at the, at the back. Um, so yeah, and look, let's hope it's just not an issue. Let's just hope Allison is fine and. And all this kind of stuff. And the, to be honest, I, I have a, it's a different world. It's not like the De Gea thing where was his wife back in Spain, so he had to go yes. back for it. Yeah, yeah. And so obviously like, he got lucky there, really, because you know I think there's no restrictions coming back from Spain at the moment, are there? This is another thing, by the way, about maybe drawing by Munich. You know that again, the German thing. Do you really want to be fanning about with another home? Oh, like, Posca Serena. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, That's you know, the, the Premier League have changed it to our official home ground, apparently, yeah, this morning. Yeah, um, but, but, you know, I know we've been making jokes about a home form at Anfield, but, you know, do you really need want to take another trip to, to, a, to a neutral ground if you don't really need to? You know, it, it, as far as we're concerned, maybe, maybe it's better getting somebody like Chelsea in that in that sense and you don't have to travel very far. I wouldn't want Man City for that reason, but Chelsea, I think, are beatable. I'm back know. up for another... For another... Let's yeah, let's vintage just, Champions League. Let's get Clive Tilsey on it. Push gas all the way, mate. I, I just go the push yeah. gas arena all the way to the final and then rock up <laughs> at, at the Atatek or whatever and be laughing like, yeah, 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 absolutely sound. Um, right, that's brilliant, guys. Uh, that is the podcast for this week. We're going to be doing another show uh, tomorrow over on the RedmanTV.com. Uh, the Reds News Roundup will do a little bit more in depth about what it means for the players and who's going away on international duty, who's staying, and what that like might look for us and what in terms of what Liverpool can do over this break uh, and any other um, breaking news stories as well in that time we did a great chat last week about Koulibaly the week before it was on Varane uh, so there'll be some more of that stuff as well so check that out on the redmentv.com from tomorrow afternoon uh, yeah I mentioned earlier on the podcast there's a chance to win a signed Luis Suarez print uh, you not only get the chance to do that but you also get access to an amazing um, breadth of depth of wonderful Liverpool related content nearly 
pretty much stumbled there, but it's fine. We've got through, you know what I meant. Um, the details on the conversation are to follow. Thank you so much to Callum. Everyone go and check out Team Coppish, of course, on YouTube for him. Uh, Ross, everyone check out his wonderful work on our social media. And uh, for Ben, go and check out his wonderful documentary, Liverpool vs. Let's go one year on, on the platform, thereventv.com. And we'll see you next week for the podcast. Ta-da. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.